0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Michigan Cannabis Industry Association podcast, the CannaCast. I am Ida Pearl Lee, the Deputy Director, and today we are interviewing Kyle Miller from Easton Craft. Um, hey, Kyle, how are you?
1: I'm doing very well. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Longtime so, fan, first time caller kind of thing. <laughs>
0: Hey, we'll take it, right? Yeah. <laughs> what can I play for you? <laughs> 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 can you tell us, um, first of all, you are the owner of Easton Craft.
1: I am, yeah, Easton Craft and Easton Craft and Cultivation.
0: Okay, and where are you located?
1: So we are in Easton Township, which is basically Ionia, uh, it's the Ionia mailing address, but Easton Township licensed. Uh, we're pretty much the halfway point between Lansing and Grand Rapids. Uh, you can, okay. can get, I can get to either one in like 35 ish minutes.
0: Okay. That's mm-hmm. a nice central location then. Yeah, it's the not bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, what is your personal experience with cannabis?
1: Sure. So um, in 2017, I had been working uh, for the state of Michigan in the legislature. I had been a patient since 2009, but in 17, uh, my friend Jeff Hank was starting to put together the second round of the uh, Michigan Legalized Ballot Initiative. And so I left my position there to start hustling the petition around and uh, basically work alongside uh, Robin's Group to gather enough signatures to get Prop 1 onto the ballot. Um, And during that process, I uh, networked with a ton of caregivers, uh, people that were, like, aspiring to get their community opted in and get licensed, and then a lot of folks uh, on the ancillary side. And so at the conclusion of the election, when we finally voted it in, and I knew that it was going to become a thing, I decided to move from Lansing back to my hometown uh, to try to put together some capital with some friends and try to get our townships licensed, or excuse me, opted in uh, to to eventually get licensed. And that was kind of the uh, area that I was most familiar with as far as getting things started. Um, That was my initial responsibility to approach both the city of Ionia and Easton Township and kind of work with both of them to see who would pass an ordinance and, and you know, what it would look like and, and try to identify some realistic uh, properties and parcels that would be suitable for this business. And then flash forward to now, it's, uh, it's been going for a while. We've been, we started out as a class A medical girl a little over two years ago. Um, And then last August, we're awarded adult use Class C grow and then uh, adult use retail. And so at that time, we decided to forego and not renew our medical Class A uh, since our store was AU only. We just decided to to keep the grow as AU only. And um, yeah, we've been we've been cracking at it for almost a year now.
0: That's awesome. Congratulations on all that too. Thank I know it's a lot it. of work. Yeah. yeah. it
1: took a long time. Uh the, the initial opt-in process, you know, uh we had uh been going to meetings for seven or eight months at first just to eventually get a no and then told to come back twelve months later. And so we sat we waited for an entire 12 months to get met only for another 12 months and then eventually wreck and so Um, It's kind of a snowball effect that started, you know, long, long ago.
0: Right. Well, hey, if there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) That's awesome. um, What's your personal experience with cannabis?
1: Sure. So I've been a patient since 2009, but I've been a consumer since probably 2005 or Mm -hmm. 2006. I consume every day. I'm kind of a concentrate head, but I definitely smoke a lot of flour, too. Um, I love solventless cold cured hash rosins, for example, like the mm-hmm. top tier. If I can keep the Puffco stocked on that, that's kind of my go-to.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Why is it important for you to be a patient?
1: Um, I think it's important to be a patient because, um, well, I've had uh, different medical issues over my life. I um, have a really bad ankle. I've had surgery on a couple of times. I have a bad knee. Um and then uh, just kind of general all around body pain that's addressed with cannabis. And I think, uh, you know, initially uh, admittedly to a lot of people would probably agree that they got their initial medical license just simply to stop being harassed, you know, right? Uh, at that's the time right. in 2008 or nine, cannabis became legal at the medical state. Uh, but it definitely wasn't uh, viewed that way by a lot of law enforcement officials. They would really hound you, and so I, a lot of people use that as initial uh, barrier um, to, to at least try to, to defend themselves. Uh, but I think even in an active rec market, it's still important to remain a medical patient, just so those services and um, sp- specific uh, specific items remain, you know, available for medical patients like true medical patients that need things like suppositories for example or like just things that are harder to find that you don't find in the rec market that have been uh, in some ways kind of forgotten about by certain producers um i think there's kind of a a a need and a sense of urgency uh to to restore that and to also support the caregivers who are the ones in most cases doing or you know providing those kinds of products for uh Specifically for patients, not just to flip and, and make money like a lot of the rec side.
0: Right, right, yeah. Unfortunately, everything becomes commercialized at one point or another.
1: Sure, it's inevitable, <laughs> and it's not any yeah. You know, you, it's not any particular organizer's fault or anything. It's just the way that things played out.
0: Right, right. Now, you mentioned that you um, have a Senate background. What exactly did that entail? Yeah,
1: yep. So um, I, I got my bachelor's in political science from CMU, and then from there um, worked at the Capitol in the legislature for a couple of years. I worked for a gentleman named Morris Hood, former state senator from Detroit. Um, and then prior to that, I started out as an intern for uh, Rebecca Warren from Ann Arbor, former state senator, who's now uh, Jeff Irwin's seat in in Ann Arbor. And so, um, did that for a little while. Have some experience in in campaigns. Uh, ran a, a state house race with my friend Steve Rizepa down in uh, Monroe for a candidate named Tom Redmond back in 2014. It was one of the closest state house races uh, at that time, but we fortunately, unfortunately, lost. Um, so when MI legalized came, you know, to be a uh, an option, it, it was relevant not just because I enjoy weed and wanted to legalize it, but I did have, you know, attributable kind of background as far as fundraising and organizing people to door knock and to collect signatures and things like that. Uh, so it was a it was kind of a seamless fit, and so I was willing to, uh, you know, give up my pretty decent salary and health insurance at that time for just a couple hundred bucks a week and uh an idea an option to to network really you know like to start mm-hmm. building a real foundation and people that were serious and, and try to get connected and try to um just get to know the the industry outside of what you read about and see on tv
0: mm-hmm. i i've really appreciate that like how you immersed how you saw you needed to immerse yourself um, yeah totally into the industry you know to learn mm-hmm. about it um instead of just coming in and you know throw like it around a your you. <laughs> like right.
1: these right. multi-state operators that come in here and just hey, we're at the party now
0: right right yeah it doesn't work yeah. like that <laughs> so um easton craft's been open since august of 2021 how's correct yep.
1: been for you? it's been good you know we have two other stores in town uh arcana nice and consume consumes a chain that has a couple stores around um and i think they have a couple in india or excuse me illinois as well and then arcana has just one retail here but they have a pretty significantly large production uh they they run the brand trap house company and three Lefts, if you're familiar which are both Mm -hmm. pretty nice products for sure they're great people we we've sent them biomass to get um trimmed or excuse me to get processed uh, before our retail opened, they were a big client for us for flour. Same with Consume; they don't sell our flour at their Ionia location, but we sell them flour to their other stores. And so it's it's been cool that the two other players from out of town, since this is my hometown, uh, mm-hmm. the two other players that came to town are, are really cool. You know, they they've worked with us well and and are, are nice people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also in Eastern Township. There's one other grow. Uh, a grow called green harvest farms, which is other locals just like us. So um, it's been cool to have another grow filled with people that I've known for like 20 years. So I like that.
0: Well, it makes it really nice when, again, you you said it's your hometown and when when others are coming in and it's, it's, it has more of a community feel that way instead of outsiders, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, so I hear there's food trucks going on over there.
1: Yeah, so we, we partnered uh, with a, a local food truck, and our agreement basically was we don't charge either, uh, you know, like a service or anything. They pull, they park, they sell out of their food, and then we typically our sales are, are a little higher that day, and the traffic's a little higher, and uh, the buzz has kind of got around, and people really like this this particular food truck. Um, and so okay. I, I'd like to work with others too. We just haven't really found anyone. These these guys are, are pretty local. They're I think they're based out of Greenville, which is just a little north of us. Um, but uh, it's called um, uh, uh, Tanqueria El Azteca, and okay. uh, yeah, they they've been awesome.
0: That's awesome. So so how often do you bring them uh, over? Usually Fridays. Oh, um, every they Friday.
1: They, uh, there's a couple where they've had like pre-arranged engagements where they don't come. Uh, and then they came on a Wednesday for 4:20, which is, uh, the biggest day we've ever had actually in sales. Yay. That's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and it, I know for them, they had planned to stay until six and they were sold out by like three 30. So, oh, wow. so it was a big day for them too. So it was that's great. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're really forming those, those connections. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's a connection between you and Chris Silva. Can you explain um, who he is and your connection to him?
1: Yeah. So Chris Silva is a gentleman that worked on the Michigan Legalized Campaign as well. Um, He also has a long kind of political legislative background. He was the chair of the Green Party for a year or two, um, has a lot of election campaign uh, experience. And he presented to me a couple of months ago an idea for a podcast called Chad Watch, which is uh, a, a, a podcast that we ultimately did start. We're on our we just had our fourth episode, oh, and wow. um, yeah, and so uh, it's essentially our um, investigative journalism approach to some of the things that are going on in the Michigan cannabis industry. Um, certain players that might be uh, maybe bending some of the rules or maybe um, engaging in some dubious uh, uh, matters, so to speak. And so (laughs) uh, if you're interested in anything like that, though, I definitely check. I recommend um, following Chad Watch Podcasts on social media, Instagram and Facebook, and then we're also on Spotify. We should be on Apple by now. I, I'm not sure if that's officially pulled, but we will be soon if we're not. We're definitely live on Spotify though. And um, yeah, we, we'd love to, to have everybody check it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, that's awesome. You're, I love how you're just really incorporating everything. Um, Thank you. That you're working on, yeah. So explain, explain. Um, you're working with Ryan Basore over at Redemption.
1: Yeah, I'm working. Congratulations with I so on that. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. we opened Eastern Craft Retail uh, Store about se- oh, it's been about seven months now, August, um, and I have always been the the primary salesperson for our flower as well. So, doing the flower sales for this st- and, and GMing the store, um, the GMing the store part. After a while, I, I was just getting a little kind of stir crazy. I worked at Meds Cafe before that for over a year and a half, and so. It's been retail, 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 forty plus hours a week for a couple of years now, and so we decided to promote somebody internally who's been doing a fantastic job since we opened. Um, her name's Taylor Consdorf. She's a, a great uh, employee and and now store manager. We promoted Shout
0: out her. To Taylor, real
1: quick. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> and so um, she's going to be running the store, and then I will continue to do. The Eastern Craft Flower Sales, but then on top of that, I'm also going to do some sales with Ryan Basewar and Redemption, and then maybe some uh, work with his association, the Redemption Foundation, uh, which has done a lot of really great charitable things for people that have been impacted by the war on drugs. And uh, you know, having uh, I also have a master's in public administration, and uh, part of that was about. Grant writing and kind of fundraising and nonprofit management. So I, I haven't held a, an actual hired position in nonprofit management per se, but I do have uh, a little bit of background knowledge that I think, uh, you know, we could give the college try and, and make work.
0: Yeah. Wow. You are really following your passions. Um, Thank you. And, yeah. And making been, them work for you. Yeah. yeah. It's, been,
1: it's crazy because I, you know, when I got out of college, I remember feeling overwhelmed. Like, was this, you know, did I get a dumb degree or something? Like, is oh. this going <laughs> to work out? Like, but
0: it did. So <laughs> That's really cool. Um, you have a son.
1: I do have a son. His name is Matt.
0: Congratulations on that. that that's a awesome yeah. small feat itself.
1: Yeah, he's going to be seven months next uh, on the 4th, so about a week or so. Okay. And Ryan actually has a son that's uh, a little less than a month younger. So they're like exact same time. We're going through all the exact same things. Like oh, I got to wow. be home by this time or he's got to be home by that time to – so it, it's kind of cool. We're going through well, all
0: this stuff. Yeah, exactly. You've got somebody who's like in the <laughs> thick of it with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh-huh.
0: Someone who can relate.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: How has um, your son impacted, you know, uh, cannabis for you?
1: Yeah, so I definitely don't smoke in my couch in front of the TV anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm out in the garage now, but yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's been good. It's been honestly my, uh, for, for the first, like, especially 10 to 12 weeks, my consumption was just cut by like at least 75% because I, um, just didn't have time anymore. Like I'm, you're changing a lot of diapers, you're burping, you're bottling, you're doing all those things. And, um, admittedly they sleep a lot at that point, but like, I'm in the other room, like peeking in, like. back and forth every like yeah so I don't want to smoke because I'll get all anxiety crazy or something so so it really cut my uh time for at the beginning but now I'm you know I'm in a comfortable routine and I know uh, uh, at least a little bit more about what I'm doing and uh I think we're we're doing fine though
0: that's awesome to hear it's crazy how kids just like literally upheaval your life I mean it's You have no idea what to expect until you're just in it. (laughs) Right.
1: Made it to 32, but, you know, now it's time.
0: Right, right. That's funny. (laughs) Would you have any advice that you would like to give your 2021 self?
1: My 2021 self advice? Man, I think that my advice to myself uh, would be to kind of pump the brakes and just let the industry unfold a little bit. There was times where – you know, stressed out about if we don't get this by X date, um, then everything's just gonna crumble or something, you know. And it doesn't right. necessarily work like that. Like it's a long, 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 long race. If we think about cannabis seed or cannabis legalization um, on a time scale, we're still at the very, 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 very beginning. I know it feels like it, like Colorado, for example, legalized it's been a decade now or something or close. So, was it 12 or 14? I think when Colorado think passed,
0: yeah. yeah. So,
1: so, we're a decade into it. Um, but it's still in its infancy. I mean, it's still federally illegal, people are still in jail, and so there's just, I think, another year from now, things will be even more different, even crazier. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, You've been a member for just under a year. Why was it important for you to join the MICIA?
1: Well, I think it was important to join because, uh, first of all, your leader, Robin, has been in the thick of it forever. You know, she's a fearless (laughs) leader that um, is, you know, really doing great things for the industry. But also, I think it's an association thing, you know, like you want to be surrounded by the people that you know, are in this industry for the right reason. And I looked Mm -hmm. at the list of members and, um, you know, a lot of them are people that I've, I've known for, for years and are good friends. And so um, I want to be associated with a group like that, that cares about where the industry is going and has a a long standing background and trying to do trying to make make good decisions that impact the industry as a whole and fighting you know some of the the crazy bills that come up um the MCMA has pushed for plant count reductions and then the hemp conversion stuff uh you know having an association that is not on board with some of that radical stuff um it deserves our money for that reason for sure
0: right right but yeah we're definitely you know wanting to encompass and take care of michigan <laughs>
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. For sure, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. And I think right. honestly, if I if I had never gotten into a license and doing things, given my background before, I probably would have tried to gravitate to an association or a job like what you guys do. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Well, yeah, your background definitely. I mean, that Yeah, totally. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us and and, and yeah, no problem. First Thanks of all, I yeah. And I, do want to say thank you for being a member.
1: Um, yeah, you're welcome.
0: You know, yeah. Again, like we love all of our members and, and I'm know, looking forward to the,
1: uh, the, the meeting up North uh, at the golf resort. Our summer annual. Um, yeah. Yes. So I haven't, I haven't been able to go the last couple of years. Last year, my girlfriend was pregnant. And then before the year before that, I had to miss two. So I haven't been able to go, but uh, Ryan's already got an Airbnb ready. Like we're, a month ahead of time where it's already on oh, the yes. calendar so i'm gonna be up oh, there for yes. sure.
0: yay we can't wait to see you up there it's yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of fun <laughs> awesome. can't wait nice is there anything else uh that you'd like to give a shout out or anything that you want to touch on real quick
1: yeah i would just say uh if you guys would go ahead and check out easton craft on facebook um on instagram it's easton craft mi our grow instagram's easton craft cultivation I got to give a shout out to Ryan Basor and the Redemption team. If you want to follow Redemption Canada and uh, maybe the Redemption Foundation, that would be awesome. Uh, Chad Watch, we air every other Tuesday at 1 p.m. If you want to follow Chad Watch on Instagram or Facebook, Spotify, um, check us out. We appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. And I look forward to seeing you soon.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. This
0: has been fun. Thanks. Talk to you later. All right. Now we are going to get ready for our ancillary shout out to Dart Bank. Uh, If you're looking for banking, check out Dart Bank.
1: Dart Bank has been in the banking business in mid-Michigan for over 95 years. Dart Bank's mission is to serve communities in financial and non-financial ways. If you are in the industry and looking for banking solutions, look no further. Email banking at dartbank.com.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you everyone for joining us today. I am Ida Pearl Lee and I will see you next week. Take care.